Support for Video Games, a comedy show is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. They just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. This device, this wonderful Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0, as sort of a, I don't know, like a Mario go-kart of sorts. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm picturing. You know, maybe it's like as if your go-kart sort of went off the tracks a yes. little bit and had to go into the tall grass. Yes. And you sure as heck don't want to hit a banana. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say, wow, it's kind of like I feel like I've been using the whatever the primary sword that you get in a Zelda game for the first like six, ten hours. And then once you get that master sword that shoots beams out of it, this thing, I feel like it's shooting beams out of the 4.0 and goodness the precision and imagine sort of you have that master sword and you have all this tall grass you kind of need to cut down to get your rupees or your maybe you're low on health and you need sort of that those hearts to have a little pick me up you might use that sword to kind of whack that grass down yeah and then when i when i'm thinking of what uh, when you say tall grass jeremy i'm picturing the wonderful manscaped lawnmower 4.0 device is sort of a f-zero racing car that's just mowing down there in all the right places and i'm going from a magic car to a gyarados i'm evolving into a man get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code vgacs at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code vgacs unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with manscaped tm Coming to you live this morning from the Mushroom Kingdom, WKBAG Studios, Wario, K. Rule, Bowser, Andros Gannon. This is Video Games and Comedy Show. I am your host, Jeremy Schmidt, and today it is my... I didn't time this right. It's way too much intro song for... Ideally, it would have just said, today is your birthday. It would have just come hot in with the lyrics. We really don't have the time to waste on this. Yeah, that's all I wanted, that part. Yeah, today <laughs> is my birthday. Uh, I am recording a podcast on my birthday. In an ideal world, this would not be happening, but it had to happen because of the timing of this weekend. Uh, our normal record time was on Fridays, and I had and I was asked to do a different podcast that day that I really have been wanting to do. So I was I was happy to do that and um, and uh, drag them. Yeah, I'll I'll drag them. You know, I'm pos- I'm positive on them right now. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch uh, or uh, plug the totally rad podcast with Alyssa Sabo and. Um, and yeah, it was a good time, but you know what? There wasn't enough video game chat on that podcast. It was all comedy and jokes and stuff. So I'm ready to get back to basics. Games all all day, every day. Um, uh, I have a great uh, slew of guests here. The Zoo Tycoon crew ready to uh, ready to uh, chop it up with me here in the in the kitchen. We have a uh, returning champion of the show, Nick Costanza. How's it going, pal? Happy birthday, Jeremy. Thank you, buddy. And you are looking just as spry as ever, like a, like a spring chicken. 
Oh, stop. Spry like a spring chicken. Uh, we haven't seen this guest in a while uh, making his return to the show uh, because we are recording on a day that's not Friday. Alec Robbins. What's up, buddy? Hello. I'm so glad we were able to work out another day that I can pop on. Me too. Uh, Oof, that sound effect is getting more dated as time goes on. <laughs> I, I feel like it's what a, it was. <laughs> an old <laughs> reference to my dear boy, Alec Robbins. Um, <laughs> uh, who has a, uh, you have a new comic coming out, right? That looks yeah, really yeah. fun. Thank yeah. you. I'll, I'll send you an early copy of it. I would love to um, review it uh, for the for my <laughs> yeah, for please. my for my WordPress blog. Be ruthless. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, our iron sharpens iron. <laughs> have you ever heard that expression? I'm hearing it uh, now, pal. <laughs> we have another returning guest to the show, but I will say that I've never been on the same time as him. He was uh, he was on when Nick took control, took the reins for me when I was on vacation. And uh, but I'm really excited to have him back. It is of course the lovable Connor Arakaki. How's it going, buddy? I'm doing all right. I'm uh, a little hungover, but I woke up <laughs> to get ready for your birthday podcast. Very excited again. Happy birthday, Jeremy! Oh, thank you so much, pal. <laughs> Okay, I've never heard that sound effect before. That was uh, that was designed by Connor McCabe, I believe. Connor McCabe or Nick? Did you design that? No, Connor did it. Okay, yeah, Con- he did everything technical on that episode. Yeah, Connor McCabe made that for Connor, uh, other Connor, and uh, it is delightful. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, thank you. Happy to be back. Yes. Hey, uh, Jeremy. Before we get started, the listener should know two things. Uh-huh. One, I have about. Six minutes left yes. before I need to jump to another Zoom, and then I'm going to try to come back. Uh, but we'll leave it a cliffhanger as to whether or not I do. Um, and then uh, I also, of course, have a cameo. Right. Um, now. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I wanted to slip it in while you were talking so no one noticed. But yeah. Uh, and then this cameo is going to use about one minute of my six minutes. Uh, perfect, it's a little longer perfect. than normal. And I think the person recording it was doing something in the background. Okay. Hi, Jeremy. It's me, Donkey Kong. <laughs> Excuse me if I sound a little lit. I record these at night, so I, I'm, I'm cracking into a couple bananas. <laughs> Anyways, Nick tells me it's your birthday. Happy okay. Birthday, All right. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, now, wow. Wow. Also, my son's birth. Oh no! It's not playing. Oh <laughs> no! Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> what was that? Some news in the middle of that. And what was away. happening? It's his um, son's birthday. Also, it was Donkey Kong's birthday. I think he was driving when he recorded that. Oh, uh, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. Unlike. Uh, a lot of my normal cameos, I wasn't there to supervise this one. Usually, I coach them a little bit. But totally, um, totally. Who is Donkey Kong's son? Who Who do we all agree? Yeah, who, yeah. Who do we Who do we think <laughs> Donkey, Donkey Kong's Kong son is? <laughs> is it Mario? <laughs> it's Donkey Kong Junior, guys. Oh, okay. okay. I Good. I think I agree with that. I do too. I I think uh, if sense. you had said Diddy, I would have been upset. Yeah. If you would have said, um, what's the baby Kong? What's his name? Kitty Kong. 
Kitty Kong. Yeah, I would have. I would have also not agreed with that. That's Dixie, canonically Dixie's cousin, I think. Maybe, right. maybe nephew. He somehow. feels Wait. like he's her cousin. Yeah, <laughs> it's when you gotta yeah. you gotta hang out with your cousin for the day and then save Donkey Kong. Exactly, and, Kong. And, and he's like, he's yeah, he's like clearly like not getting the picture. You know what I mean? He's just <laughs> no. not on board. He doesn't get that he's in danger. He's a toddler. Right. Maybe I'm confused. I've been on some certain websites looking up Donkey Kong videos. <laughs> I found a great Donkey Kong and not his cousin video. A couple of those. <laughs> Step cousin. Interesting. Um, yeah. Well, the main event of today's episode, I want to talk about everyone's favorite uh, uh, birthday gifts they've ever gotten. Um, uh, video game specific, and we'll also get into maybe some birthday gifts we've gotten that aren't video game related. Uh, just for funsies. But uh, first, I want to hear from my lovely slew of compatriots. What have you been playing? Nick, let's start with you since you're going to have to probably uh, jetpack out of here as soon as you're done. Yes. Um, well, uh, I have a new development. You know, um, I'm not sure if you know this, but sometimes I get called Mr. Triple A, right, uh, or the Cod King. You know, it <laughs> speaks to. I play a lot of big blockbuster titles, and I'm stepping back. And I just downloaded oh. two games. One of them I'm deep into, Golf Story. Mm-hmm. Um, my podcast co-host Tyler Schnupp. Uh, recommended that to me um he also had some kind of involvement in that donkey kong cameo i don't know what he did yeah but yeah was involved he was i felt driving. like he yeah i felt like he was yeah. his dna was in there somewhere you guys missed a lot of turn signal in the last half of that recording <laughs> <laughs> great great uh so golf story and i love that it it is uh, i think he's talked about it on here it's a golf rpg but it looks like a game boy color game blown up for the switch it's mm. very neat uh and then i am just uh toes deep into stardew valley uh, which i really like already yeah i you know what's it's so weird you're saying that because i discovered both those games at the exact same time myself but it was years ago and i i i stopped playing one of them all together to play the other because i i couldn't play two games that were that similar like top down pixel art run around even though the gameplay is completely different, I, my mm-hmm. brain wouldn't allow me. If I was going to be playing two games at the same time, it, they couldn't be that close to the same looking game visually. So I dig that. Yeah. Like, are you playing both of them at the same time right now? You, how do you decide? They're both so soothing and relaxing. How they do you are. decide which, <laughs> which kind of soothing you need? I'm deep enough into golf story that I'm feeling the urge to beat that right now. Got it. But uh, we've talked about how I often follow one game with another game that is basically the same thing. So right. I'm excited to do Stardew next. That's going to be my next game. Yeah. It's funny because I'm usually... Over your life. Yeah, you got to block off a whole yeah. month to play that. <laughs> yeah, Stardew is intense. Good. It's intense in a way golf story definitely isn't. But yes. uh, I will say that I'm actually doing something similar to you, Nick. I usually go you know, uh, opposites. Like, I'll play a game, and then I'll play a it's complete uh, polar opposite style of game, but I'm not doing that currently with a series, and I can't wait to talk about it, but I'll, I'll wait until... Uh, why don't we go with Connor? Connor, what have you been playing? Uh, man, not a lot. I've been mainly just playing Guilty Gear Strive for the last, like, two months. Oh, uh, we, gotta, we gotta hook up, buddy. We gotta, oh, get, yeah? we gotta become friends. <laughs> <laughs> friends for real. I'm, I'm oh, also yeah? I'm also a big Guilty Gear Strive. Can you can you guys fan. teach me how to play Guilty Gear? 
I can try at it, but maybe okay. yeah, maybe Connor can. <laughs> I think it's it's a lot more straightforward than the previous games. They definitely the, took the out XRD, some of the excerpt. Yeah, out of like the other ridiculously named titles. But yeah, they they definitely <laughs> took down some of the complexity for newer players, and that's been sort of. Uh, like divisive among the community. I'm not a huge like the like, melee brawl thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Ex- exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not like this huge guilty gear veteran or anything. I just kind of popped on. I played it for like uh, it came out like almost two months ago. So I've been just doing that mainly. And then uh, who's your tr- main? Uh, I play Axel Lowe, the guy with the big sickle and chain that go yeah. about the yeah. entire screen. <laughs> Is he kind of like the Ryu of that game? No, he's more like the Ryu is probably Kai, but I think Kai, pe- okay. people consider him pretty bad, which I find odd. I think he's okay. I, I think just very underdeveloped. Yeah. Axel is more like the yeah. the Dalsum of uh, Dalsum Guilty it. Gear, but with like more tricks. Mm-hmm. Trust me, Dalsum's got yeah. Plenty I of like tricks. the girl with the uh, <laughs> Panther. <laughs> oh. Dalsum's got a lot of tricks. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, other than that, I've just been trying to will myself to play because I have so many JRPGs I keep buying because I'm always interested in them, but I just haven't picked <laughs> them up to like mm-hmm. actually get into it. Mm-hmm. Like I think I've had I bought like Dragon Quest Eleven on sale like four months ago, and it's still just sitting uh, on I my home that screen. Beginning of quarantine, so sure I was going to play it. I've right, played, yeah, like, an hour <laughs> <right>. <laughs> it's really good. It's just yeah, I don't have a I don't have time for a twenty hour game right now. Yeah, I hear it's really good, but I just, I don't know. I just, the allure of fighting other people just keeps bringing me back. (laughs) No matter how mad it makes me. Uh, And on that note, I got to step away. Peace out, brother. Goodbye, Nick. Um, Bye, Nick. Nice to see you all. Hopefully, I can pop back in. uh, Yeah, just join anytime. I have a favor to ask of you. Um, You know... I, now that I am such a huge indie gamer, I'm really looking for a new <laughs> nickname. You know, I'm Mr. Triple A and I'm the COD King, but what's my indie gaming nickname? If oh, you could okay. do some brainstorming, we'll, I'd appreciate it. We'll workshop mm. that. Okay. Yeah, we'll workshop that. And then and we'll do it yeah. in the news section. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay, fine. See ya. Um, Lily, you can't bark that way. <laughs> for what? Hello, for Lily. What? Um, hey, Uh yeah okay interesting Connor so I'm hearing a little bit of fighting games and uh and maybe I I also buy a lot of JRPGs that I never turn on or I'll turn on for like the first you know get through the tutorial yeah the yeah, most yeah boringest part of every JRPG and then <laughs> never play it again I have played Dragon Quest Eleven though and man can't recommend it enough it's one I'll, of the uh, best. I, I bought excited. the definitive edition so it got rid of the MIDI soundtrack so I'm more looking forward to it yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a great game, great game, and it is like uh, Alex. Did you say a twenty hour game? Well, so I was actually about <laughs> to. I know, I know. I felt like uh, I that was the biggest slip up I've ever made in my life. <laughs> it's got to uh, be at least two hundred hours. But yes, yeah, yeah. That's 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 closer. <laughs> I missed a um, digit. Although although you can roll credits at forty hours. Uh, yeah, I hear but, there's like a, a definite like really long post game. Yeah, an extended end game that that goes on and on and on and on. But it's it's you know. The thing about JRPGs I'm realizing is um, if you like the cast, 
you could play yeah. it for a million oh, hours. Yeah. It's but like if watching you, sitcoms at that point. You're just like, I'm in it for the, the fun hangout comfy zones. And that's what I think Dragon Quest does really well is because it's that creative team just does really good casts. Like, I just love hanging out at the fire with all my friends. <laughs> um, Alec Robbins, what have you been playing? Video games? Oh, yes. Uh, I'm actually extremely deep into, not extremely deep, extremely into uh, the new Phoenix Wright or the yeah. Great Ace Attorney. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm like two cases in. It's so good. It's it's really what oh, I wanted. Man. Oh, man. Because <laughs> that music I is so it up, good. It came out like six years ago. I, I didn't realize that much time had passed. I remember when they came out in Japan and we were like, are they coming here? Yeah. But yeah. Is this the first time they're in English? I didn't read that. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. Oh, wow. That's great. They, uh, I think people just accepted they would never come out here. Then out of nowhere, they announced the Switch collection. Yeah, they had chosen not to, or Capcom had chosen not to localize it. There, there are a couple of interviews you can see out there. They're just like, yeah, this game is about a Japanese guy going to England and uh, <laughs> having to try and localize that for like U.S. audiences and other Western <laughs> audiences. Like, eh, it's not really worth the the return. On it's investment. really historically specific, so I get yeah. the fears, but it's also really interesting because of that. Like, I, I that was a plus. Like, they should have seen that as a, a draw. Yeah, it was it was funny. Before this collection came out, I homebrewed my 3DS specifically so I could get the fan translation. Oh, yeah. And then played on my 3DS, and I got about two or three cases in, and I put it down, and within the next two months, the collection got announced. And so oh, wow. I'm just going to buy it on the Switch. Thank you for your service. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, now you have a homebrewed 3DS. I'm sure you could find cool things to do with that. <laughs> it's great. I'm playing Shin Megami Tensai IV Apocalypse because... That game yeah. is fucking rad. Yeah, dude. Yes, thank you. I still you. never played any of those, and I, oh, I know I love I've, them. I, I've, I've played, played the tutorial games. of yeah. all of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have just, like, really satisfying, like, combat. Yeah. Probably my favorite of, like, a lot of the JRPGs out there. Yeah. I'm playing... Uh, I was playing Nocturne on the Switch for for a minute. Um, That's a tough game. Yeah. I Well, I'm playing it on, like, extra easy, whatever the... Swiss cheese version. Oh yeah, they added like that. The, I think yeah. in the, the remaster. Yeah, and it's like, and I mean, like my my low level characters are just one shotting everyone, and <laughs> honestly, it's del- still delightful because what I'm what I love so much about those universes is that they're so unlike anything else. Like, oh yeah, that's out mm-hmm. there, and it's like, man, I, I just I love it in the same way I love something like Evangelion or something where it's just like, oh, this is just like not people just aren't doing this really. Yeah, there's just nothing else like it. <clears throat> Uh, great. Anything else? Oh, yeah. You want to see? This, this is a secret, kind of. Yeah. I got, I got one of these play dates. Oh! <laughs> oh! Wait. I love it. What is this? Explain this. this. Uh, Panic is making a new little mini console uh, called <laughs> wow. Playdate. I'll, I'll this, Wait, I'll are these the out page. now? No, so the pre-orders went up like uh, a week or two ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I got I got this early through work. Um, that's amazing i heard i heard it's actually surprisingly really fun it's great i love it yeah the problem is there's uh this is an early version and there's no games on it yet so i (laughs) i'm only playing stuff from like the dev forums and downloading uh little demos that yeah and and prototypes people are working on i made my own little thing here i'll show you oh cool this is only for uh, only for you guys to see. Oh, perfect! Nobody, nobody else. Can, you, can, you can you can put the audio on. There isn't really any, but okay. <laughs> it's just a guy who climbs stairs. Oh wow! <laughs> and then he falls down, and he falls all the way down the stairs. 
So yep. he just keeps going and going and going until you let go, huh? Yep. So I made wow. a, I, it's, I developed this to work with the crank on the play date. That's awesome. As, as, this a, is, as a prototype. I don't know what this will be. We'll see. I, I, I've heard, um, have you been, have you checked out any of the ty- the, the games from like um, Lucas Pope or any of the... No, so those are not available on the early devices on yet. The but early they w- device? I'm told okay. they will be before the main release of them, but I, yeah. I still don't have them. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a really that's a really cool thing. I've heard it described as sort of like a uh, like a like something like a CEO might just have on their desk, <laughs> like it's like part clock, part like little thinking brain <laughs> games and stuff. That's like not really not really to be taken seriously, or like you can't play it at night, for example. Like it's not backlit. Yeah, there's, it's not backlit. Uh, it's got a pretty good screen though. Like it catches the light really well. It's, it actually works really well outside, which I don't think I have seen before i guess it's like kindle or something like an EA oh cool thing. Mm-hmm. i i mean you showed you held up the screen just now and it looked great yeah yeah there we yeah. go that's a good endorsement that's really cool i <laughs> uh, man it makes me kind of want one of those things um there, I, I i would recommend it it's a little expensive but i think you get like 12 or 24 free games or something they're all pretty short probably but yeah yeah and it seems like a you know it's a it's a collector's item kind of thing yes it's a yeah. boutique, uh, boutique novelty gaming device I love boutique things. Um, I got uh, okay. So I have been playing. Uh, what have I been playing? Uh, I, I've been playing through the Halo Two, <laughs> uh, the campaign of Halo Two. Uh, I, you know, having a having a swell time with that. That's 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 fine. I I've talked about that a lot on this show. Uh, I guess the one thing I haven't talked. I'll talk about this because I haven't talked about it on the show before. I I have been playing. And I kind of wish Nick was here for this. I I have been playing. Sonic Advance for the Game Boy Advance. Oh shit! Sonic Advance. Dude, yeah, I've I've so, been <laughs> genuinely wondering how these hold up, and I, I noticed they're not available anywhere. Like, yeah, I how do you I like have it? them on the I have them all on the game on the GBA. I I had I played through the first one, and I was having such a good time with it. I immediately just started Sonic Advance two right on the heels. <laughs> so it's just like, and there's three of them. So that means I just have like all this Sonic to get through. <laughs> And there's uh, multiple playable characters in those. It's so like I remember that being my favorite part. Yeah. You can play as like I don't know anybody. Yeah, you, and and what's yeah in the first game, I think you just kind of pick your character and go. In the second game, you like unlock them through like yeah. Beating, so I remember that beating is cream, uh, is cream the rabbit in the first or second one. Second one. Okay. Second one. She's uh, I think she's the first or he is the first uh, character you unlock. I think she. And it's funny because Sonic's running and at the end of a level, you just see Cream just jump on Sonic's shoulders out of nowhere. Like you've <laughs> never seen this character before. She just jumps on his shoulders and then there's a cut scene where it's like, hey, I'll join you. And he's like, cool. And then it's just, yeah, it's just like so basic. But <laughs> I I am obsessed with the visuals of Sonic Advance, the Sonic Advance series. They play just like Sonic the Hedgehog games for the Genesis, but visually, I think they're they're on another level. They're just like out of sight. Yeah, they, looking. they look great. The only problem I remember is that they're too zoomed in because of the Game Boy Advance screen. So I was I kept thinking like I don't know. Recently, I was literally like having like a whole day. I'm like, what happened to Sonic Advance? And I was wondering yeah. if they would ever release them with like a bigger field of yeah. view zoomed out. Yeah, that would definitely help. But I I do feel like some of the level design choices try to mitigate some of the problems with it being so so zoomed in and that i feel like the levels are a lot more you know uh, there's not something that's going to maybe harm you 
right off screen always. Gotcha. <laughs> you know, they give you enough warning. They give you enough. Yeah, they try to telegraph to you, <clears throat> and they, and they do a pretty good job. I will say though that Sonic Advance One got very hard in the last remember, like, four yeah. stages. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was rough. And uh, but yeah, man, it remind like the GBA is such a weird console because. It's like the last bastion of true good pixel art games. I feel like uh, from that run. So like the uh, you consider like the end of the '90s into the early 2000s is like the last time we were doing like we were like conceiving of pixel art at major studios, anyways. Like uh, yeah, not just yeah. like indie games. You know, uh, we, we have we'll do we have some luck forever, on the but, DS too. But yeah, you're right. Like Game Boy Advance yeah. was the last like real stretch of that. Yeah, that's a good point. I think uh, what stands out to me most, at least for the Game Boy Advance, was probably the, there's I think there's only two, but the Fire Emblem games mm-hmm. oh, uh, yeah. specifically, especially the critical hit animations. Those yeah. look oh my god, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Remember the Final Fantasy Tactics Advance game that was like oh yeah, mm. gorgeous looking. Yeah, for the Game Boy Advance. and it, Golden Sun stuff like that. Yeah. It reminded yeah, me of actually. like the pixel art that we got on like the Sega Saturn and stuff, where it was just like oh, this mm. is like beautiful versions of Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis games. This is like what if you put all of the power of a 32-bit system into a pixel art game, like. Um, I think you about games also like what's that? <laughs> did you ever did you ever play the Donkey Kong Country Game Boy Advance ports where they they don't quite work? Like no, I have not <laughs> actually <laughs> because like I think the Game Boy Advance is more powerful than the Super Nintendo, but something about like porting. It just it didn't line up one to one, and so like they actually sure. look pretty shitty. Yeah, which is crazy because I feel like on the Game Boy Color, the Donkey Kong Land games look great and play great. Oh, those are like yeah. to this day, those are technological marvels that they yeah. were able to like translate. Yeah, those are those, those are games. really great. But yeah, I, I I love Sonic's redesign in the Sonic Advance games too. Like like he's he's he looks way more like anime inspired. Like he's got these yeah. big, right. beautiful eyes and like his legs are like really <laughs> skinny and and like he's got that like whatever that early two thousands uh, modernization of Sonic the Hedgehog was. Um, yeah, it was just it's just a they're the just dawn cool of games. hot Sonic. Yeah, very hot Sonic. Very. Do you remember the everyone was hot in it. Knuckles is hot. <laughs> Tails is hot. <laughs> there's the chow gardens in those games that are like the mini versions of the ones for uh for Sonic the dreamcast yeah. Yeah. yeah i think you could connect it you could uh use the game boy advance connector that's right yeah i remember and doing that yeah. what was the deal with um there was uh sonic games for the neo geo pocket color too and they also played with the dreamcast yeah those were I, I, were they Wonder Swan or was that Neo Geo? Yeah, I, I don't really know much about those. Yeah, there's like I, I've always been I, I've always been interested in the Neo Geo Pocket Color. That that always looked mm-hmm. like a fun, fun little thing to get into. I love I just love the the fact that they were like all of our games. We're just gonna do big head, little body versions and like <laughs> throw every one of them out there. So you know, Samurai Showdown, you get a big head, little body version. Uh, <laughs> King of Fighters, big head, little body. I did see they put like SNK Pocket Fighters or something on Switch recently, and it, it yeah, it's that, do. and it looks really fun. Yeah, but it also like it looks appropriately primitive because it was for the Neo Geo. Yeah, they but have I, that I really do kind cool of like a collection. fighting game slimmed down to like Neo Geo graphics. Mm. Well, like I think it's called Gal Fighters is is the only one that I have. Oh, yeah. I, I bought that one like isolated for the Switch, and I was shocked at the amount of depth that the combat had for only being a two button fighting game like there there you only have two buttons on the neo geo pocket color but yet i felt like your move set was still really like there was still a lot of move sets that you that you 
had at your disposal. Like it was, it was like actually incre- kind of fun. Surprisingly, <laughs> like it shouldn't work. You know, like a fighting game on a. Handheld. No, I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I remember I had like an X Men fighting game on the Game Boy mm. that was like. I don't think this one was good, but it was. It had like a roster of like forty characters on the Game Boy. And I remember thinking, "This is insane." Yeah. Did anyone ever play like Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat for the Game Boy or Game Boy Color? No. No. I can't I imagine that what thing. that's like. A Mortal Kombat one on the Game Boy Color. That's that looks. That's got to be awful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like at least at least like the character designs of Street Fighter are clean enough that you can just shrink them down and they might look nice. But like yeah, Mortal yeah. Kombat guys are all gross in detail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, let's. Uh, why do you say we get into the news? Why don't we? Where's my sound effect? There we go. <laughs> All right, news. Let's talk about some new releases. This has become my favorite part of my my new segment. I'm just gonna read off a handful of new releases to you guys. Cool. We have. Uh, we have. Well, uh, Grime came out to Stadia and PC. Grime. Don't, don't know what that is. Yeah, no Stadia. <laughs> It's my okay. favorite uh, console. Stadia, it's, hey, you know, it's the best way to play Cyberpunk, I hear. Uh, Le- <laughs> Lemnus Gate. Am I just out of the loop? Do I just not know what games are anymore? Hold on, what about, Alec, I'm sure you've heard about this one. The Ramp. The PC. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard of ramps. I've heard of the ramps? object ramp. Oh, no, 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 The Ramp. The well, Ramp. I know of ramps. That's all I can say. Are these just, like, very small... Like indie releases on Steam specifically. I don't know. You tell me. Is does Dreamscaper sound like a small indie game? Is that like a really dark Kirby follow up? <laughs> Maybe that's on Switch and PC. Right. Kirby. Each Kirby <laughs> game is its own dark Kirby follow up. <laughs> uh, they oh they put out the Falconeer on PS5, PS4, and Jesus. Switch. Jeremy, stop fucking with me. Tell me what's <laughs> coming out this month. <laughs> Okay, you guys have definitely all heard of uh, Button City, correct? Button City? <laughs> you're, you're, this is, this is uh, absolutely insane. And then, of course, we uh, Dungeon Defenders Awakened came I out heard August 4th on Switch. Dungeon Defenders, the old game that used to be on Steam for a bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm actually shocked. I mean, usually this is a bit where I do read off like just from a list of titles and no one's ever heard of any of these games, but there actually are no recognizable games that came out this week. It's a slow week. Yeah, yeah it seems like a really slow week. The Falconeer, by the way, I actually dig the Falconeer. I know that it sounds like a joke, but uh, it's by the same people that did Crimson Skies on the Xbox, and it's just a flying, oh, cool. a flying oh, okay. game where you do missions, but you ride a big falcon. <laughs> oh, that sounded okay. I thought it was gonna be like a flight sim, and I guess it is. But yeah, it's not like quite. It's not like a. It's not so much of a flight simulator. It's more of an arcadey. Do you? Could, are you the Falcon, or are you yes. like a Falconer who's like got one on his arm, and then it flies away, and you, you like mind control its trip or something? It's a serious question. Oh, I know it sounds stupid. It. Uh, now, now I can't remember if you're riding the Falcon or if you are controlling a Falcon. Because if, if you're riding the Falcon, are you like a little guy on a Falcon? Are you like a little that's, tiny? That's in my mind. That's what it I'm is. Google but it. don't it's hold me the Falconeer. To that. I'm googling it. I'll find the out. The Falconeer. Yeah, this was a launch title for the Xbox Series X. It was. It was a. Wait, was it really? Really? Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. I guess I'll Google this too out of curiosity. I don't yeah, see. It. Oh, I do see. There's there's a person riding the Falcon. There's a little okay, guy good. riding the Falcon. Yes. Yes. Break, breaking news: There is a little falcon, a little a guy, little guy a falcon. riding oh, a yeah. big falcon. Yeah. This looks very Panzer Dragoon esque. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it's kind of like that a little bit. It's also low poly, so a weird launch title for that. I'm kidding. That's, that's, I, don't <laughs> care. I don't care about that. <laughs> fun game, fun game. Um, okay, in other news, unopened <laughs> copy of Super Mario Bros. sells for $2 million. And I've got what it do right we think? here. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Alec! <laughs> No, invest in crypto, my guy. Don't invest <laughs> in Mario. Uh, no, you can make a uh, Mario coin instead. Dude, make Mario NFTs. Yeah, like the actual coins too. That'd yeah, be anyone ever told you both that you're geniuses? <laughs> it's happened before, but thank you for, you know, really hitting it home for us. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is uh, coming off the heels of another story where an open copy of Super Mario 64 sold for a million dollars or $1.6 million. Um, Jesus Christ. Has anyone been keeping up with this? This. I mean, I've I've heard a little bit about the, the grading industry going like nuts over the past year. Mm. And that includes like trading cards and stuff. Yeah. Um, but like yeah, everything from like collectible video games to getting trading cards graded. Like I was reading that it takes people like six months to get their shit back from these places you send yeah. it in they grade wow. it and they send it back and it used to be like you know it takes like a month but because of the high volume uh and this new like gold rush of old valuable collectibles skyrocketing in price they can't keep up with the demand <laughs> yeah i i uh yeah it would be that would be kind of nerve-wracking i think like what if they lose it what if they you know what i yeah. mean like yeah I, especially if you had something like, really valuable yeah, I feel like their infrastructure wasn't set up for like the number of people who are sending stuff in these days. So Oh, for I'm Yeah. You know that's true. Like And you see like people I, I saw like posts of people who are like, I sent in my mint copy of X game um like five months ago and I've been emailing them and nobody will respond. I don't even know if my game still exists. Like Oh, oh my no. god. So like yeah, it seems like a nightmare. Yeah. Well, so there was an auction that went that happened where this Super Mario sixty four game sold for like all this money and like um People are having a hard time figuring out how it sold for that much money or why or what's going on because, okay, like a box mint copy of an NES game by virtue of it being older makes a little more sense why it would be valuable, but a box copy of N6, an N64 game, Mario 64, is... Um, uh, That's pretty bonkers. There's, there's a plethora like... of them. Like, you can go on eBay and buy one for like... 600 bucks that's that's i guess that was my question is like are there others available like what what made this one so special was it just like graded so pristinely it was graded high but apparently in weeks leading up to this auction there were a ton of mario 64 copies like bought off of ebay and stuff and i think uh, so the volume was like artificially yeah okay we think that I mean, the, we think me think something is awry <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess that might be worth it if you buy <laughs> every copy of Mario 64 and then sell the one you have. Yeah. <laughs> for, for, Is, yeah. That's what you're implying, right? You're implying whoever yeah. sold this copy bought every other copy of eBay. Or that it's a group of people and that, they, oh, and, that yeah. they, and that they bought one in good faith of like, now we've upped the market value of this right. so much. Um, but then... I guess whatever. I, yeah, it, yeah. It's it reminds me of like art market shit, where just it, the prices are nonsense and nothing actually matters, and then like a weird yeah. speculative rush just drives up something until you're like, I guess this is worth that now because someone paid for it. Yeah, that price. Yeah. I do think though. I mean, if it's if it if there is nothing nefarious going on, this would be about the year where new money 
who had nostalgia for the N64 could just do something stupid and buy <laughs> and buy a copy at an auction for a lot of I mean, for a lot of money but yeah it's it's definitely like a combination of that and like this past year just made people dive headfirst into hobbies cuz they're all at home mm. and like I don't know the the Pokemon trading card thing I was reading about was I also heard about like this, yeah. that just hadn't like if you have old Pokemon cards sell them now because everyone yeah. predicts like this, this won't last much longer yeah that pokemon card stuff is insane yeah i yeah. i don't get it i i got into magic cards this past year and my brother Perfect. just found uh he found our childhood binder of magic cards when i, I didn't even know how to play back then i was like eight years old i just collected them because the art was cool and i had him send me photos of everything I'm like we're gonna be rich we're gonna be so rich <laughs> I think grand total of like ten dollars worth of cards, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Complete, yes, completely uh, bad luck there. <laughs> Rich. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I guess cards are similar then to like you know comic mm-hmm. books and stuff where they need to be graded and they need to be like what what do you do? You put it in like a sealed thing. Has to be in a sealed. They have all these protocols when you send them in. I know with the Pokemon cards in particular, people are like, I don't know, the unopened old booster packs are like from like that first set are like super expensive because the potential could be any card Mm. and then when you get a card yeah like i I don't know how you send it in safely like do they maybe they mail you maybe it's Uh, like warby parker they mail you the package yes (laughs) yeah you can try out different i don't know i'm I'm guessing i'm sure this is all readily available online but it's insane I like guessing though. It's too boring to just Google stuff and have the have the knowledge okay. available. Then I think they send a guy named Gary to come and pick up your card. <laughs> yeah, and he's got famously clean hands, and he picks them up and he goes. Yes, he well, he's like the guy on Seven where he's shaved all of the fingertips the off. Of, <laughs> yeah, his fingerprints off, so he's it's perfectly. Don't worry, I can no touch trace. this Charizard. There's no, yeah, <laughs> oh no danger. He, his approach is very jarring because it's like yeah, he's, he does he's like, crab well, hands. I can touch it. I don't have fingerprints. I can touch it as much as I want. So I'm going to. <laughs> oh man, I um, I do you guys collect things at all? Yeah, I not really. It's it's like I don't have enough space for it, and I don't really have the money. Mm. for it as well yeah but yeah i would i would have loved to but i just don't have the space or the space uh finance for it at the moment yeah, uh, I, I, Alec, I fluctuate where do you like, what do you collect well like like connor's saying sometimes i i'm not in a place to start collecting shit <laughs> right. but i have i have i'm lucky enough to have expendable income this past year so i got into collecting uh old anime vhs tapes oh kick ass <laughs> <laughs> and cool. uh crown jewels i got some gunbuster tapes in there oh that's and, fucking awesome yeah. dude i know those were those were very hard to get on ebay oh, man. um but yeah that and like um like i said i got into magic i guess that counts yeah. as collecting but I, I do actually play it and i don't take care of my cards i have friends Good. that get mad at me for not sleeving them and i was like <laughs> you're crazy i don't need to sleeve these and then i realized the decks i've been playing with are like all bent and ripped up and edging like nice. edging uh as in they're not sounding I meant the edges are getting torn. <laughs> right, they're they're about to come. Um, yeah, I uh, I collect. Uh, there there was a stretch in a in a deep depression where I was collecting video games, but I I was not collecting like a col- I was collecting games that were important to me. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, so they were very specific, Jeremy. Yeah, it's not like purchases. based on value. It's like not at all. Yeah, yeah. So that sometimes that would lead me to buy a 
$4 copy of Jet Set Radio on the Dreamcast, right? Like that's, mm-hmm. you know what that's I mean? A like, great val- that's a great value. That's actually a really good value, yeah. yeah. Nobody, <laughs> but, but I feel like there was just a stretch where like nobody wanted certain games. But I, I, I have, there are a few games that were a little, a little pricey or, you know, I was buying like older games at their full value retail cost when they would have come out, right? So like Bryce, maybe... Oh, sorry. I was going to ask, yep. what's your most valuable game? What do you got? My most valuable game is probably... There's a lot to look through. Jeremy just stood up and he's walking through one of those warehouses <laughs> from the end of Indiana Jones. I don't know. It's, it's hard. I have, a, I have like... I have like eleven boxed copies of Atari Twenty Six Hundred games. So like, oh, well, oh wait. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like, did that, I see those? I think when I was over once, I saw those. Yeah, maybe yeah. You got those later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's like, like here's like here's one. I'll I'll, I'll grab it. That's crazy. Oh my goodness. It, here's a version of Sega's uh, Wow Tax Scan. It's in. Is that sealed? No, it's not sealed. I mean, that's oh, okay. like it's oh, just okay. The bo- it's just a box. Well, then I don't care. Open it up. <laughs> No, don't oh, do I it. I love no. boxes like that. That's so cool. I yeah. miss like '90s. So like, video game you know, and I don't, who knows like how much StarCraft battle chest? Do you remember zero dollars? Oh yeah, dude, those are the fucking odd. <laughs> those are kick ass too. Oh, those big box PC games. Yeah, those are great. Yeah, I like, wish I collected those. Those those you would need a lot of room, I think. To... Oh my god, the the StarCraft one that came with like StarCraft one and two together, and then you had to like open the folds and. Yeah, I remember my brother buying the one for Diablo two, and then the expansion Lord of Destruction. Oh, similar yeah. type deal oh yeah. man oh yeah that's good i have a, a copy of a japanese copy of bomberman um the saturn bomberman game which oh, i shit. that's one of my that's one of my favorite favorite games i loved playing bomberman with you man we had some oh, bomberman dude fun. i know yeah. we had bomberman nes fun when you first got your when you first yes. broke open your nes mini yeah that was a, that was oh, a good time God. let's do that again soon. we should we should get together and play this saturn bomberman game that's a oh, that's a hell you, of a good time day, that's, a, that's a hell of a good time um yeah i've uh yeah i got what uh hurts uh panzer dragoons uh zvi oh, like the second one um for the well, saturn I do have yeah, this you remind me, just within arm's reach, I have Mother Two in. Oh, my that's house. great! Oh shit, that's that's cool. For, which this, uh, for the Super Famicom, which I noticed Earthbound for Super Nintendo is now more like I remember back in college it was like ninety bucks. I saw it at a used game store. Ninety and I bucks. Regret buying it. Ninety. It's already a lot. And I looked it up yeah. recently, and it's like it's got to be like two hundred or three hundred now. It's crazy. Oh sure, yeah. Um, that's 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 the, that's the, the weird thing, thing. Is Mother Two is worth like. 20 bucks <laughs> yeah that one that one was yeah. not underproduced <laughs> yeah well that's the thing about all famicom and super famicom games is i i i don't know if there's going to be a run on those at some point and those are going to go up in value but those are usually so reasonable if you have a super famicom or like i have an analog super nt like which will play super famicom games if you have something like that and you and they and you do not need text to play the game. You should buy yeah. Super Famicom stuff because it's like it's it's always like even to get it shipped from Japan, it's like as much to get it shipped as it is to buy. It's like twenty dollars and then twenty dollars to get it shipped. <laughs> um, good stuff though. 
Good, good. Maybe good, I'll just learn Japanese, that. then I'll just... Uh, <laughs> you should teach yourself Japanese. That's, it can't uh, be too hard, people, yeah. people, People play JRPGs sometimes to teach themselves Japanese. Play Dragon Quest V I, yeah. on the Super Famicom. I, I do, good. yeah, I have friends that literally do that. I tried yeah. really hard to do that too when Persona, Persona 5 first came out. I think I bought... Oh, yeah. Because I was planning on learning Japanese too, and I bought the copy. I was like, this will help. And then I popped it in, <laughs> and just, you see, it's, you know, it's a JRPG, so it's a fucking... <laughs> text dense yeah just just the warning is like a, like six paragraphs right oh, man. Awesome. i looked at and i said ah, you know what i'll just put this on ebay and someone <laughs> bought it for like 60 bucks it was perfect i yeah. i will say i i already knew how to read but pokemon expanded my vocabulary a lot i remember like oh yeah a lot of words from pokemon because that yeah that wouldn't I, have been I the studied first the, for JRPG the sats with using pokemon <laughs> <laughs> i've heard of uh Oddish, but STEM? <laughs> Is there a joke there? <laughs> Maybe. Let's uh Oops. let's talk about this Valve Steam Deck. We haven't uh we haven't talked about it yet. Oh uh, yeah. On, on this show. The Valve oh, yeah. Steam okay. Deck got announced and pre-orders went out. Did anyone pre-order this thing? In a very uncharacteristic Alec Robbins move, I actually pre-ordered it. I, I did, I'm not a PC wow. gamer. I don't know. I did it because of work. I was pressured by my coworkers. <laughs> Uh, I did not pre-order this. Uh, I, I just don't know what it really, <clears throat> like how good it could really be. And I guess my main thought was, if we can like put emulators on this, then yeah, I'd, I'd buy that. But that's about where I stand. I think you can run any Windows game on it. Um, okay. Which is at least interesting to me from like, a, oh, this is like a handheld video game computer. I would really uh, like it if... Uh, and it docks. Once I found out it docks. Oh, yeah, so that's right. Onto a TV, I was like, oh, all right. But yeah, it'd be cool cool. if uh, uh, this might happen if they if like hackers get their hands on it and they mess around. You can just put like the Switch emulator on it. Then I'd probably consider picking it up more. What's what's funny is I think Valve outright said you don't need to hack it. It's like they'll let you. It's just yeah, you can just do anything. (laughs) They're like we're selling you a computer. Yeah, Ah, I should have put that pre order in. (laughs) I uh, I also didn't pre order it. I am starting to regret it. It is pretty pricey to get the one that's like reasonable. Yeah, you don't want space. the lowest end. Yeah. The lowest yeah. end one won't run most shit. The, there's like three, and the the step up from the lowest one is the one you'd want at yeah. least. I yeah. think that's like what, like six hundred bucks? They said it was close. Like it was like five fifty or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, a little it's, pricey, I a mean, little pricey. Six hundred. I'm I'm also like thinking about in doing like getting into VR when PlayStation like brings out their new VR headset, and, and I know that's going to be a chunk of change there. So I'm kind of. I don't know. The Steam Deck, I here's my thing is I, I took an hard honest look in the mirror and I was like, Jeremy, you do not play your Switch like on the go, really <laughs> anyway, right? Like you play it docked and you have an Xbox Series X, you have a PS5 and you have a Switch and you already cannot get to the amount of games that you have for like all those. <laughs> like there's already such a, a dense backlog there. I also just recently was gifted a gaming laptop. So like I have a laptop oh. at my house that I can play. Oh. So then yeah, if, you're I wanna, good. if I want to play a mouse and keyboard game, I, I have that option now available. So why is this for me? And the answer was no at, for now. But, you know, things could change. I would love to get my hands on it because I, w- I want to feel it. I want to like, you, yeah. Yeah, come over, come over and play mine when I get. Yeah, in, yeah. Like, I'll come over and play out. yours. Like a year. When does it come out? I actually have no idea. Twenty twenty two early. I, think. I thought. Oh, okay. I thought some were supposed to go out November. Or am I crazy? Oh, oh, maybe. Wow. Oh, you know what? When I when I got it, it, it tells you like which pool you're in. For, oh, like, Q, Q2, that's how they do it. 
Yeah, um, I think I got a later one. I think I got like Q Q three or Q four. I have no idea. Let me check. Q Q4 2021? It I think so. Unless it's twenty twenty two. Here, let me see. It literally doesn't Yeah, say. I guess with like sort of the, <laughs> the chip shortage going on, that release pool makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I would like a uh I've also only put in the five dollar deposit actually now that I'm seeing this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. Uh, May 15th? Oh. Wait, nice. no. No, sorry. That's not right. If you type in Steam Deck, it autocorrects to Stream Deck, which is the Elgato streaming device. Okay, 2021, gotcha. December. So, yeah, that's the earliest. Yeah. Who knows? We'll see what happens. Yeah. I was also thinking about emulation on it, and then I was, but I, I, I feel like the Retroid Pocket, which is like a hundred dollar device or maybe even cheaper, is what I would need there. You know what I mean? Like just like if you just want a, if you just want an emulation handheld, yeah, sure. They, there's options available that don't cost six hundred dollars, and <laughs> I'm always bummed by the user interface on those. I'm such, a, I'm so picky. I'm sure they're not and, great, but you know, so I got yeah. one that was literally just an Android OS. Yeah. And like, I don't know, it's, it, you're just like, you're just running emulator apps on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is fine. It's just like, oh, I guess I just bought like a, a phone with buttons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You want it to be cool. You want it yeah. to look cool. I, I like, I like the whole sleek design. Like I love when uh, you can hack the NES mini or the Super Nintendo mini and like the OS remains intact. Yeah. So it's like the illusion that it was all built this way. I, yeah. I'm such a sucker for like the clean presentation. I know. I actually, I, I'm so, I have such a specific taste for that, that I uh, unhacked um, uh, my, my Sega mini because mm. it, because when you booted it up, it said hack chi at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, I mean, I, no, I, I'm I not. I want them to I, get credit. I don't want to. Yeah. The hackers deserve the title card, but sure, that's fine. I they just, just wish... need to hire some graphic designers. <laughs> yeah, it should have somehow and made it, you know, somehow embedded it into the actual design of the OS more or something. But mm. it was just like, no, I can't. I can't look at you. I can't look upon you. <laughs> you know. Um, I don't know. That's gonna do it for the news. Uh, it's, like, it's like when you boot up a translated ROM hack, and it's like this was translated yeah. by Silly Steve in the Wacky Game. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Not exactly what you're talking about. I'm turning on yeah, like a Final Fantasy V for the SNES, and it's just like <laughs> by Nintendo Dump. And you're like, no, <laughs> yes, exactly. I don't want. <laughs> Sorry, I've never seen any translator called Silly Steve in the Wacky Bang. Yeah, but. Uh, uh, I've I've definitely Nintendo seen something crazy, right. yeah, <laughs> some stuff like that. You're trying to play Mother Three, you know, translated, and it's like, well, that one, that one, I will. That's the high watermark for me because I do have like a, a cartridge that is that has like the translation flashed onto it, and it's by yeah. that tomato guy. His name, tomato his guy, name is Clyde Tomato or whatever. Um, and beautiful, like first, like it does have one of those opening cards, but it's like it matches the UI of the game. It's oh, in cool. the style of Mother Three, yeah. yeah. That's that's a because uh, I've been I've been playing my GBA a lot before I went go to bed. I'm trying to finish Minish Cap because I have to do it for a podcast, and I'm just like really uh, <laughs> bored with it. So I keep playing <laughs> I other I GBA like games. Cap. <laughs> I, I love the way it looks. Again, I think every GBA game looks mm. great. It just like there's just something about it where I'm just like I'm not digging you, and maybe I'm just Zelda out for now because I you've been playing a lot, of, playing a lot of Zelda games this year. Yeah, but. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm a, yeah, I would I would need to play Mother Three. 
long story short, I need to I need to play. My Have you never played it? GBA. No, oh. I played I've played the again the opening like maybe hour of it. Okay, emulated okay. on a on a on a Mac, but I've but I'm like I think it's gonna be fun to play it like on the GBA like. Yeah, that's what I did. I got I got some Through, translated yeah. card off Etsy illegally, <laughs> literally off Etsy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I have a um, I I love the EverDrive people. I don't know if you've ever messed around with that, Alec or Connor, but like I think uh, I've heard of it. But I've heard of it. I'm not really sure entirely what it is. They're they're just flash carts basically. So they just oh, design yeah. like ROM carts where you put an SD card in and it just. It just plays um, the ROMs through a cartridge, so it's it's like a one to one, like you're playing a cartridge. A, a, I had a hard those for the version. DS, yeah. I had a, yeah. The oh no, it was like yeah, the DS had like the R four, and then you can get a Game Boy Advance cartridge that you had to like plug in through USB and load one game onto at a time or something. Yeah, <laughs> that it was, wouldn't save either. I think that one was that that there there are solutions for the GBA that are cheaper that are not that great but yeah. this one was like a 100 it was like a hundred dollar oh, boutique wow. item that like i i really just wanted to i i have a couple of them i have one for the gba i have one for the super nintendo that has like this the one for the super nintendo was like very expensive and it included every chip that any uh super nintendo oh, cartridge ever so it could had. actually run them all accurately it, wow. can, it has the super fx chip it has all the chips that came in those at mega man x games it like it wow had, that's oh, kind of insane so cool yeah it was it's really cool it only i think there's only two snes titles it doesn't play and i think there's now, are those they're like, like mahjong games <laughs> so when they put out a cartridge like that are those you might not know this but are those chips like are they recreating them are they salvaging them from other cartridges or are they like just allowed to like are they approximating them yeah like what's the what's the legality there I, I think selling. that yeah I don't know what the legality is there I I, I it's weird because I want to say that they're taking chips from other from from other cartridges and re and repurposing them but I, that sounds wrong to me so yeah that sounds uh, it sounds like it, it would be too difficult to do I think I think yeah there's a, there's a whole video on the guy who developed the ever like the FX Pack Pro the ever the EverDrive uh, cartridge. Um, and it's uh and it's pretty cool it's uh it's pretty cool like the way that they like assemble these things and like so it, yeah it, it is it is not emulation i guess maybe it is more simulation it is like gotcha this is like a uh uh yeah but like like earlier versions of some of these cartridges like they won't they won't be able to play like Star Fox and fx racer yeah, and stuff right. but then like, then like as they develop them more and more and more they they unlock properties on the cartridges that allow them to to play stuff to play more games um yeah they're great they're they're really cool what else i have one more i think yeah oh i have the nintendo 64 one yeah that one's oh, hell yeah that one's cool that's probably the most valuable because nobody's figured out how to emulate those games probably. yeah i know that's that was the one i got first yeah because yeah emulation on them is just you know a super nintendo you can emulate that it's it's nearly identical, yeah, yeah. but, but the uh, N64 games, N64, every time, I remember putting right. up Banjo Kazooie in the title screen, just like no, nope, no way. <laughs> the puzzle pieces glitch out, and you're like, oh, this immediately doesn't work. Yeah, yeah and, there's, is... and there's so many Japanese Nintendo 64 games too that like I'm I I've never I would never even have dreamed of playing, and now I can play them on my CRT TV. It's like uh, I, I'm playing Animal, the first Animal Crossing. I was game, that Animal was the one I was literally about yeah. to ask. Have you have you played Animal Forest? Yeah, it's around? great. You play a translated ROM of it, and it's just like you were playing on the Nintendo 64 DD or whatever. That's so cool. Yeah. Connor, were you just going to say something? I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to just build on that 
how the emulation for the Nintendo 64 is like still bad or not bad, but it's still not at that point where it's like one to one. Other other console, like even Dolphin, I think uh, the GameCube emulator is like a better success rate. Yeah, Yeah, I think it does. Dolphin's got a has had a ton of work on it, too. Mm -hmm. That thing works so well. But uh, I remember a couple of years ago trying to play Kirby 64 uh, in the Crystal Shards. And one of the issues with the game was that uh, it wouldn't accurately show your little life meter. So, you know, how it was like those little dots or whatever. Oh, yeah. You would get hit and they would always be blank. So I never knew how much life I had. Oh, my God. And after a certain point, <laughs> it's like, and, you it's know, a same, cool extra hard mode to play. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. it's the same thing with like all the visual bugs. Two things just wouldn't show up or animate. So I was like, well, I guess I'll have to spend like $100 or plus <laughs> just to get a 1064 copy used. But, you know God. i'm picturing now like a, a hard mode for like a zelda game where it's just uh, the only difference is you don't know how many hearts you have left yeah that would actually be kind of sick i would play yeah that. Like you have to yeah. keep track mentally and like and yeah and like maybe like they could just like start beeping at me at random times to confuse <laughs> yes, me to like yeah. throw me off like i have full health but i'm beeping for whatever reason <laughs> Um, all right, let's get out of the news. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk all things birthday gaming. See you soon. Hey there, this is comedy person and aspiring cartoon Connor McCabe here to tell you all about my podcast, Call Me By Your Game. Now, video games have a special place in many of our lives. And in fact, you can probably think of one that you'll never forget from your childhood or a specific time. So on this show, I bring on guests to talk about that very thing. We dive into not only what made playing the game fun and what stood out to the guest as much as we do about what was special about the context of when they played this game. So if this sounds interesting to you, check us out anywhere you get your podcasts and maybe someday you'll call me by your game. Welcome back to Video Games, a comedy show. I'm your host, Jeremy Schmidt. And today, well, it's my... Damn it, didn't time it right again. Didn't time it right again. But I, I skipped ahead a little bit, so we'll see. Okay, I, I bet it's close. I bet it's close. Here we go. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it's my go. birthday. Nice. Uh, so we're talking about our favorite uh, birthday gaming uh, presents specifically. And, you know, we can, where, wherever the conversation goes, it goes. You know the drill. Um, the first thing I want to ask my, uh, my, my beautiful guests on the show today, of which we have Connor Arakaki and Alec Robbins, Nick Costanza. He dipped out. He's a traitor. Uh, no longer qualifies as beautiful. <laughs> yeah, no longer. He is, yeah. No one look upon him. Shame him, in fact. Uh, we, uh, I want to know, what is the bir- best birthday gift you've ever received, period? Oh, shit. I didn't prep for this question. <laughs> I will go first. Please. <laughs> just so you give you guys some time to kind of to kind of mull it over. Um, the, uh, the best birthday gift I ever received was, uh, a, uh, <laughs> a, uh, I, I, uh, I, I just moved to, uh, Texas 
and from California. I was born in California. My family had moved to Texas, and um, and uh, I had no friends, and it was kind of one of those weird summers of like, ah, oh, man, like I'm not really. Uh, I'm I'm bummed out. I'm about to start middle school, so that was another weird thing. I'm about 11 years old at the time, and uh, I, my parents uh, got me a uh, a PlayStation One and a copy of Final Fantasy VII, and that was like uh, that was a game that me and my friends used to play back before I moved, but I never owned a PlayStation One, so it was like one of those situations where I was like you know, kind of missing them and missing that experience and got to simulate it a little bit like on my own, uh, albeit miles away. Uh, caveat to the story, they did not get me a memory card. So what I would do is I would just play the entire first disc of the game <laughs> all the way through and then and then just stop right there <laughs> like until I got the memory card. I did that about three times before I, I got my hands on a on a memory card. That happened uh, with me in Rayman 2 for N64. You needed the controller pack to save. Oh, no. So I, I tried very hard to beat the game without saving. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay, what about you guys? Best birthday gift. And it doesn't have to be video game related, obviously. Could it be just a... I, okay, so I can't remember birthday gift, Could but I remember I guess. a video game related gift that is probably the most memorable. Um, I had surgery as a child. And it, it left me bedridden for like a week afterwards. Oh. And it happened to happen the week that Ocarina of Time came out. Oh. So I like I have this memory of it like actually being a really good time because I, I couldn't move. But I was like set up in front of my TV with Ocarina of Time, which I had just gotten as a gift and played through just I lived in that world for like that whole week. Didn't have to go to school. It was like all I did was Zelda. <laughs> that is that is great. Do you kind of when you when you look upon the game or you, you see stills of it, does it kind of bring back that memory of feeling gross and icky in your bed? It's so what's funny is I remember I had like, I had a very cool, like Hey Arnold kind of bedroom when I was a kid. Like, ah. <laughs> that, that's, that makes it sound cooler than it was, but I had like a, the room had a second room behind it. Uh. Like, which we, it was like kind of an attic room with like a slanted, um ceiling yeah like yeah oh yeah yeah like like a triangular shaped room and i had like a beanbag chair in there and a tv with the super nintendo and then 64 hooked up to it and that oh. was like the gaming room and it was like a small room but it was like my little private fort that's cool. so I, I always think of that room i was like lean i was like leaned up on a beanbag chair playing ocarina of time uh Damn. I've played that game so many times since then that like it no longer specifically brings that memory to mind. But gotcha. like that was the first time I ever experienced it. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Connor, what about you? You had any good gifts? Oh man, uh, I can't remember anything specific for my birthday. Actually, I, I think my parents would just default to giving uh, me. I have a, I have a twin sister, so I think what it would usually devolve into is just them giving us money. And just be like, all right, we're going to the Target or wherever. Just pick out whatever you want. Yeah. And so for our birthday one year, we went to Toys R Us when that still existed. So this was probably about 2000, I want to say five or six. Ooh. But we went to Toys R Us and we both bought uh, Game Boy Advance SPs. So the little square ones that came out yeah. afterwards that had the backlight yes. on them mm -hmm. love those and we picked up pokemon at the time i got ruby and she got sapphire and we would just play that and we would go to our summer school or a summer camp whatever you want to call it you know just where parents drop off their kids because they have to go to work 
Right. And we would just play Pokemon. And then the other kids who just had their regular shitty Game Boy advances, oh, you know, we would link that wow. trade. It was, they can't that's about, see anything. Yeah, they, they didn't have the birthday privilege we had from getting <laughs> money. To, Those kids didn't get to have birthdays. No. No. None, no. none that good, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think that's, that's beautiful. Yeah. I think one year, I think when I was, I think around this, a similar time, I think maybe a year before or after I got Mario party four for the GameCube. That was right. fucking awesome. Yeah. I played a ton of, uh, Mario party two with my brothers and my sister, uh, years before that. So having a fourth <laughs> one on GameCube finally was great. I had all my friends come over. I think I had a very similar issue of not having a memory card as well. So none of the games I unlocked, uh, I could <laughs> save. And so I'd always have to like just get like the, the question marks whenever they first pop up on the boards. <laughs> but yeah, I love that. Yeah, I spent years playing that, like even just afterwards, because I didn't like any of the other future Mario Party titles. Was four kind of like the last great one then on the GameCube? You think because the GameCube had a ton of Mario Party games. I think so. Yeah, I think after that, I think five or six is when they introduced because they had just come out with like the microphone attachment for the GameCube. Ah. I don't oh, know if you remember that. They used that peripheral. I remember Hey You Pikachu used that on N sixty four. Yeah, exactly. I, they I think they had that for one of the Mario Parties and. I uh, think I, I could a microphone mascot for one of them. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I don't think I could actually play the mini games without it. So I was like, well, this is fucking useless. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is trash. Um, yeah. I, wow. I love that. Yeah. The uh, Mario Party was kind of a wasteland for like six games there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. I Even today, I still think that Super Mario Party is not very good. It's no. not very good. But did you play Did you play the one right before it? Because no. I did. No. Was it on the it's, Wii U? Wii U? It was on the Wii U, and you had to go around the whole board together. Yeah. You couldn't, you they, couldn't they, walk around separately. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, because oh. they really wanted to try and cut down on the game time. Because if you set it to anything more than, like, 15 turns, it's a, like, it could take, like, upwards of, like, two to three hours to finish a game. Like, it took <laughs> hmm. forever. And they That's also... Fine. That's how board games work. Yeah, and they didn't have... Yeah, uh, try playing Monopoly. It takes forever. Yeah, it's the worst. Yes. No. Yeah. And then, like, uh, they had it so you had to collect star bits or whatever. It was, like, kind of like a weird tie-in for Mario Galaxy, it felt like, even though it was, oh, you know, completely different systems. Oh, yeah. But uh, it's good now that on the Switch they're re-releasing their greatest hits sort of thing. I think I'm going to get it, even though I, yeah. I still, I've also never been the biggest Mario Party fan. I think I'm going to get that one just because... I'm getting it. I'm yeah. definitely yeah. getting that because they... I like Super, Super Mario Party enough that this one seems definitely better. Yeah. <laughs> so I know I know I'll like this one. Right. And this one, the new one, it has like multiplayer right from the get-go. Like, you can play online, like full yeah. games with your friends. Super Mario Party awesome. didn't get that until like, I want to say like four months ago. In yeah, the it, was very, of the it was a random weird surprise announcement. I was like, oh, thanks. I don't think anyone's going to use this, but thanks. <laughs> Appreciate the afterthought. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, now I want to hear what everyone's worst gift they've ever gotten is. Uh, absolute worst gift. It doesn't have to be video game related. Take a moment to think while I tell you mine. Uh, so it was a it was a Christmas gift actually, uh, and it was um, I was an adult. So and this was only a couple <laughs> of years ago. Uh, I I went home to visit my my parents, and uh, you know my mom kept asking me like, "What do you want for Christmas? What do you want for?" Your- for Christmas or whatever. And I just kept saying nothing. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about me. Like I'm, I'm okay. Like I don't really need anything. Like I just want to come home and see you guys or whatever. And, uh, and I, 
and we end up Christmas morning happens and everyone ends up like opening their gifts and you know I I was saying with my mouth like I don't need anything but I realized in that in that in that moment how and she, my mom really did not get me anything I realized in that moment how uncomfortable it is when you're in a room full of people and they're all opening tons of gifts and you're just sitting there with your cup of coffee. And so I was like, Oh, this was a mistake. I should have just said bullshit. I should have just said like, get me like a book or get me socks or whatever. Like give me something. So my hands are doing something in this moment. Um, but then later I, I'm, I'm, I'm walking out to the garage and my mom stops me and it's like in like a little nook where no one else is. And she's like, Hey, and then she and then she and she holds out her hand and 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 slips me a $100 bill <laughs> <laughs> like it was a drug deal oh and i was gosh. just like i was just like oh uh thank you <laughs> it was oh like she felt it was, bad it was like it was like she felt you? bad I, I think it was like 31 it was like it was like it was like 3 or 4 years ago it was like and i was like i was like oh thank you and uh but and and funny story and she and she of course her heart was in the right place it was just it was just such an uncomfortable gift because it was like you realize in that moment like oh gifts are so much more about not about dollars at all a dollar yeah yeah, Yeah. a dollar amount it's it's about like people putting thought and effort into um you or or investing in you or knowing you in a way like a lot of people feel really seen by gifts you know um so that was probably the worst one I ever got because it was just cold, hard <laughs> cash in the laundry room. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and so no one would know. Uh, what about you guys? Worst gift ever? I have a good one, actually. Okay. This is, it's not that it. great, but uh, my, I love my brother. So this is, this is not a call-out post. But for one birthday, it was so funny. He texted me like, hey, uh, what's a video game you want to buy? Your birthday's coming up. And I'm like, oh, cool. He's going to get me a video game. <laughs> great. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think it was like Red Dead 2 was just about to come out. Like that yeah. was right around my birthday that year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said, yeah, I'm probably just going to get Red Dead 2. Like that's just the next game I think I'm going to buy. And he's like, cool, noted. <laughs> on my birthday sends me a Venmo for like 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Which, oh my it, God. I still appreciate it. The sentiment was great, but it was so funny to like really believe, oh, he's going to buy me a whole game and then get like a third of the cost. Of the game. <laughs> that is great. That is great. Sort of the same principle of just like, yeah. here's some cash. You know, you know what to do. But he had uh, lead time and he, he was good. <laughs> it's so funny to me. <laughs> Wait, what was the little uh, Venmo caption? Did you say happy birthday? Yeah, it was probably just something like that. Oh I, I really, it, it wasn't notable enough that I even remember. I was so shocked at like, oh, you didn't even do the whole thing. That would have been really good if it just said ghost or art red dead Two. Happy birthday. <laughs> yes. And I want to be clear, uh, not that I've given him great gifts either. Maybe we both fuck each other over. Oh, <laughs> sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I've never given a gift in my life, just to be clear. I uh, only receive <laughs> gifts. Uh, Connor, what about you? Worst gift ever. Oh, man. I, I don't know. I've never really thought of things as being like bad gifts. I think after a certain age, I, I kind of... not ungrateful like us. No, I think it's like after a certain yeah. age, I, I sort of just like, I had somehow grown mature enough to be like, oh, you know, a gift's a gift, good or mm. bad. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I just don't remember it from a kid, but I'm sure there's a few. I was just like, fucking shirts again. Yeah. I have yeah, like clothes, three, mom. I don't so. need yeah. more shirts. I have three whole shirts, mom. All right. I don't need four. 
Exactly. Um, yeah. No. Is there uh, a? Uh, is, is there? Is well, I always think back to like also parents just like misunderstanding a gift that you wanted or or uh, getting you the wrong version of a thing. You know, like that would happen. I feel like that um, happened a lot as a kid. Where like I'd want, you know, like a street like a street shark. Uh, uh, action figure, <laughs> and she would get me like a knockoff, thinking it was street sharks. It was right. like yes. bored dolphins or something. It was like the knockoff version of it. No, I think uh, I think just the worst, I guess, quote unquote, worst gift I've ever gotten. Like on my birthday, it might have just been like when I've been out at like bars and stuff for my birthday, mm. and someone just walks by, just go, "Hey, happy birthday!" Slap you on the back, and they slide you like a ten dollar Jack and Coke. It's like thanks. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. You know me so well. Thank uh-huh. you. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's always from people I don't know that well, which is even better. Yeah. Yeah. It's just this uh, very complimentary, just here you go. Yeah. Um, so I, what is, like, when, in terms of video games, this might be a hard question to answer, but I'll, I'll ask it anyways. What is, like, the best type of video game gift you can receive? You know, I'll start by saying I think that it's most expensive. The most expensive. The most expensive. Yeah. <laughs> I I mean, not. But I, for me, it's like a game that I was not going to buy myself and didn't want to maybe buy myself, but that like I once I got it, I was like, this is actually great because now I can experience this thing without like feeling like I invested a ton of money into it. Uh, for example, uh, Alec, I actually did get Red Dead Redemption 2 as a gift, <laughs> and that wasn't a game that I wanted to buy myself. That wasn't a game that I was like excited sure, about yeah. uh, for whatever reason. And once I got it, I was like, this is actually perfect. And I ended up playing and beating <laughs> that game because I yeah. ended up enjoying it. Um, what, what do you guys think? What's like, what's like, a, what's like a, a good type of video game birthday gift? I mean, I love like, I've given gifts like this before where I know a friend has been like looking for a game for a while. Yeah. Like uh, my buddy Derek, like Super Monkey Ball, we both love it. And oh, I remember yeah. like finding it and just I'm like, hey, I, I picked this up at the game store. Like stuff like that. And yeah, I had a friend that's who, great. I'm like really into Lupin the Third. Um, and a friend found like an old Japanese Game Boy loop on the third game. Oh, that's so cool! And just it, it gave it to me, and it's like a weird puzzle game, and I don't understand how to play it. But like, I was so excited! <laughs> like, this is sick! Like, just those small yeah. little like personalized ephemera in the yeah the sphere of gaming. Yeah. I love that. I mean, otherwise, yeah, just I think like, uh, like a nice fucking console. Give me, give me, a, give me a bunch of consoles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give me a whole console. <laughs> Sorry, Connor. Uh, Connor, what about you? What kind no, no, no. of game? Yeah, yeah. I probably agree with Alec. Just stuff that feels like a bit more personalized. Like it doesn't have to be anything like brand new or like wildly expensive, but just like stuff that you know, like uh, like 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 my friend. I think for Christmas one year, I think he's the one who bought me uh, SMT four for the 3ds, mm. and I really wanted it because I'd heard such good things, but I just didn't have the money at the time to pick it up for myself. I think I was just barely getting out of high school. <laughs> So he's just like, oh, here, he's like, Merry Christmas. And he kind of threw it at me uh, while we were driving together. <laughs> oh, nice. And then uh, I said, oh, thanks. He said, here, I got you one more thing. And he kind of pulled it out. And it was a really shitty uh, Atlas title that I don't think anyone's heard of called Code of Princess. I think it was like a very oh, limited run. Yeah. Oh, wow. I don't know what that it is, game, but I've heard of the name. That game, I popped into my 3D. It's like a side-scroller action game. I think it 
you use a lot of like really heavy 3D models, so it runs at maybe 10 frames per awesome. second. <laughs> it's it's a slideshow, and I just remember like swinging at something, and it would be wildly delayed. So I'd hit something, and like half a second later, then the move would come out, like jump would you know execute. Awesome. And I was like, this is really fun, was, but I don't think 3DS. I'm going to play this. Wow. Atlas is on, the best. They make it was on 3DS, and I think they re-released it games. for Steam. Oh, cool. Yeah, there's a lot of Atlas games on the 3DS where I'm like, I think the cover art of this looks amazing, but I'm not going to buy it because I've never heard of it and don't <laughs> trust it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had the, I the worst same way. luck with uh, specifically Game Gear as a kid. Oh, wow. Like, because I think looking back, I had all the hits for Super Nintendo and like Game Boy Advance. Like I, I was lucky with those. I either did my research or like just picked mm. the right games. But mm-hmm. I had like a whole library of shitty Game Gear games that I just yeah. bought because they looked cool and none of them were good. Yeah. I did what? that with almost every console until the internet came out. So <laughs> until the internet came out, it was always Bubsy for me. You know what I mean? Yes. James, um, James Pond or whatever. James Pond or, yeah, uh, for sure. Or Harley's uh, Humongous Adventure or, oh, I had this you know, awful just Garfield like... Garfield game where he goes into TV shows or something and... <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I just can't express enough how unpleasant that game was to play and look at. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, what about? I was going to ask about video game like ephemera, like like uh, the. I think it was like on my birthday last year, uh, a friend of mine gave me a. Um, Speaking of Sonic Advance, he mm-hmm. somehow got a copy of the Sonic Advanced Strategy Guide, oh, which fuck is yes. it 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 doubled as I had it that. was it was um. It was Sonic yeah. Advance, and it was split. It was a split strategy guide with a uh, Sonic uh, Battle, maybe. No. Yeah, Sonic Adventure Two Battle strategy. Oh, guide. I was thinking there's there's a Game Boy Advance game called Sonic Battle specifically. Do you remember that one? I don't remember that one. I think but, it's called uh, Sonic Battle. Yeah, yeah, it is that game. Uh, weird, like Power Stone style brawler. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I do remember that game. I yeah. do remember that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but this was yeah Sonic Adventure Two Battle, like the GameCube version, and then it was like oh that's so cool half, and then at, at, at the halfway Does point of the strategy guide, it flips and it's the Sonic uh, Son uh, yeah Sonic Advanced uh, strategy, strategy guide. guides. I guess those were replaced by art books these days. That's really all I used them yeah. for anyway. But right, I, I right. miss looking at the level maps of like I had the Donkey Kong Country ones, and they were worn out. They, those were like shredded yeah. by the time I was done reading them. But I I would look at the maps and like draw my own version of the levels. Oh, so cool. I, I love, yeah, ephemera like that or like just getting a little plushy or something can go a long way. You know, I don't know why. It's just yeah. like, again, it's, I think it's because it's things I, I don't seek out actively and buy for myself. But when it's gifted to me, I'm like, this is a little cool shelf tchotchke. Yes. Um, what do you think, Connor? You like uh, you like a good strategy guide here and there? Like a little art book? Oh, absolutely. I used to have the Ocarina of Time one that I would just... I, I couldn't read that well as a kid, but I would definitely just thumb through it all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I remember when I had just gotten glasses when I was eight years old. You know how they like they dilate your eyes with yep. those drops? They, they hadn't worn off yet, so it was still kind of fuzzy. But I remember still like squinting as hard as I can to read the strategy guide because I think me and my brothers were trying really hard to finish up the game. Mm. And we... But yeah... Then I think I, I bought strategy guides for like a really long time. I think up until I think they stopped doing it in like seemed like 2012 almost. Yeah, around that, that, that time, sounds yeah, right. That, I think uh, Prima only went out of business like a few years ago, but 
Um, I've seen some like but yeah. late to 2010 players guides show up and I'm like, oh, I didn't know they were making players guides for Bioshock 2 or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's so yeah, it's so weird just given, you know, the the spread of like YouTube mm. and like game facts right. and all that stuff. Right. But uh, I think the one I had that was just like massive was like the Fallout 3 oh, one. Sure. <laughs> oh, wow. That was a genuine encyclopedia. That thing I've was seen it. Yeah, it's a tone. Big. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that thing's also just super cool. You just learn so much information and where all the cool items are. It has all the map layouts. Yeah. I'm a sucker for the Pokemon, any kind of Pokemon strategy oh, guide or yeah. art book because it's just like, I just love looking at the Pokedexes of just like reading everyone back to back to back, just like going through all of them and seeing all of the, like the interpretations, like the different interpretations of their drawings and and stuff, especially for the older games, because uh, that's what was so cool is you would see them in the Game Boy art style, but then you would see them come to life on the page. There was a bigger through... gap of imagination there. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And I think that's why probably why that original run of cartoons was so exciting, too, because like now the games just are the cartoons, like, yeah. you know, but um, it was cool to see them kind of come to life. OK, last question. Uh, it's say it's your birthday this year. <laughs> Uh, my birthday was like two weeks ago, actually. Oh, perfect. Like last week. But yeah, okay. go ahead. So then, Connor, you might have to use your imagination a little bit here. Okay. Uh, imagine it's your birthday's coming up. What game would you love to receive on your birthday? What's a game that you would just love to open up? Like, let's say our birthday was this month. <laughs> yeah, let's say it was this month. Yeah. Okay, because yeah, I'm gonna have to look up what's coming out next April. No, 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 no. no you don't have to do that. <laughs> yeah, it has. To, yeah, the stipulation is it has to already be out. Okay, okay. This month, no games. I'm done with games. No games. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm no, not even a single one. It's hard <laughs> because we're adults and we could just buy our own games. But uh, yeah, <laughs> and and I usually just buy a game when I want it. But. Uh, I'll say I'll say one while I give you guys just a chance to maybe think about a potential here. I I would love like a limited run box copy of something from the from the company limited run. Mm. So like uh, like one of those like I don't know, uh, yeah, a Shadows of the Empire uh, copy for Steam that has like it looks like the action figure came in it or I like, like the, with the, the comic Doom 64 and everything. One looks like the N sixty four box. Yeah, for Switch. Yeah, yes, yeah, something like that. I think that would be that would be just like a perfect because those I'm not going to track those down. Those are really hard to get because uh, they they only make a limit again limited run of it's them right there in the name. But uh, it's right there, yeah, like a Blaster Master Zero Three copy from Limited Run or something that's just like all decked out and looks cool. The Castlevania Anniversary Collection looks like an NES box copy sure. of Castlevania 3. That'd be cool. I would love a $2 million copy of Mario 64. Of course, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Is it graded perfectly like that? Yeah. Yeah, it would have to be. I would accept nothing less than the perfect grade. Perfect grading, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Connor, what about you? What do you think? What would you like to get? Tax scan for the Atari t- 2600? <laughs> maybe, maybe. No, I, I don't know. I haven't thought that hard about this. I'm, I've, or at least anything about like like rare or super interesting. All my stuff is like more Shit. within be, like it, releasing it be, this year. It could be it's new a little, too. It's a little yeah. boring. I got a good one yeah. for Connor. Well, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. it's really just for me, but I already answered, so this is going to be Connor's answer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, please. Uh, Rob. Just a Rob toy. The, oh, the actual, okay. The actual, yeah. Actually, yeah. I would actually be a big fan of that. <laughs> that would be really cool. Yeah, if someone tracked down, even if it was a broken old console for like a like a zx spectrum or something that would be great i okay yeah for real 
would love a virtual boy. Yeah, virtual I, boy. I had a friend who had cool. one when I was younger, and I never even got to play it. He was like, "Oh, it's not, it's not hooked up. The batteries aren't in." Every time I went over, I'm like, "Can we play?" He's like, "No, I don't want to play it." It's like, "No, <laughs> I, I rubbed my pink eye all over this. You can't play it." Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it sucks. I'm sure it's as bad as everyone says, but I really want to play that Wario game on there. Yeah. Oh, even the one that just like makes your eyes bleed. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever looked into one, Alec? Um. You know what? Honestly, no. Never really took yeah. it seriously. I did it at a Toys R Us once, but that was it. <laughs> I looked in. I, I so I've, I have seen it once in my life. Oh, you're like, saying? I, I thought you were asking if I looked into buying one, not have I no, actually no, no. peered inside. No, peered inside. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, I did download. Um, I think on my Vita, there's a bunch of emulators, and one of them is a Virtual Boy emulator. Right. But all the games run at like, I don't know, one frame per second. I don't know why, <laughs> and I can't adjust the settings to make them run right. So I was like. Well, I could play Wario Land like this. <laughs> oh, man. I love my Vita. The Vita's the best. Vita good. means life, you know. It uh, does mean life. I also I also love my PlayStation Vita that my yeah. friend convinced me to buy, even though I didn't use it as much. And well, we I all hacked a, the I hell out of it, right? I bought a hacked one after yeah. it was already... I, I bought one after they stopped making them. I was like, I just need one. Yeah. I, I no, did too. I, I bought one last year. I bought a I bought a Japanese blue one, and it's like beautiful. And I, I ended up having to hack it myself, but... Um, Damn it! I should have hacked mine. Yeah. It's still it's, it's so it fun. Is great. I, I actually have this weird uh, rule now: when a console dies, I'll hack it and then put every game I didn't buy on it. <laughs> that's a good idea. Yeah, that's a good rule. That's a just good rule. To, I need to do that to, with like, my Wii U. I don't trust the the stores. That's it. Like I did it with my 3ds because I'm like five, six more years are going to shut down the 3ds store, and then like you won't even be able to get these games. So yeah, the Vita though. One thing that was nice about it just stock vita not hack is that you could buy old like playstation one games for it that's oh, how sorry. i played resident yeah. evil 2 actually for the first time heck have, yeah dude can i get mega that's man great. powered up on there or mega man legends i do i think you, you can get i think you can get legends actually oh, legends yes. and legends 2 you can get powered up is you can't you have to game. put that on your you have to put it on i have that on my vita but oh, yeah it's a psp game i'm gonna bug you you're gonna help um me. yeah dude <laughs> Dude, yes. Uh, Matt, I mean, because they also did a Mega Man X version on the Maverick PSP. Hunter it's real X, dang yeah. good. It's really good. Yeah, I think they also did a Castlevania. You can play as Rondo of Blood on that thing. That's really oh, good. Oh, I never played that one. The Mega Man games on PSP were fucking great. Yeah. Pa- Powered Up, I think, is the best Mega Man game. Powered Up is so good, dude. All it the looks boxes. so good. And, I mean, I will give it credit for this. It had Mario Maker a decade before Mario Maker, probably more than yeah, a yeah. Like, wait, really? Damn. It was there was a full. The only problem is it was limited. So, like, if imagine Mario Maker, if you can only put like a third of the things on the screen that you can. Oh, um, I see. But everything else was exactly the same. It was like the the same toolkit. You would drag stuff over. Um, oh, some, that's yeah. super cool. Play some Crisis Core on that thing, man. Play anything you want on the PSP. You know what oh, I mean, man. dude? Vita means it's life. Fucking yeah. Do it. yeah, it's great. Well, honestly. That's gonna do it for video games and comedy show. I mean, we I think we did it. We talked all the all things birthday, birthday related video game styles. I mean, honestly, it's my birthday today, and I kind of want to get the heck out of here. I'm ready to go enjoy <laughs> yeah. the day. Happy birthday, go uh, get out of here, guys! Thank you so much for joining me. I'm super excited to. Uh, it was it was a pleasure to have you on. Uh, let's go ahead and do a round of plugs. Connor, let's start with you. Where can people find you? What do you want people to know about you? Uh, I have a Twitch account that I don't use that often, <clears throat> but you can definitely find me there. Maybe this month, we'll find out. Uh, twitch.tv cool. slash conbork uh just my first three letters of my name then bork uh <laughs> also like to plug since he's not here the reactivators podcast for our friend nick costanza that's right uh you can find him i think at nick costanza yep and at reactivators awesome and uh alec robbins what do you want people to know about you where can people find you uh twitter at alec robbins uh 
alec.land is my website, mrboop.net. You can read my comic, Mr. Boop. And I got a new comic uh, coming out, Crime Hot, coming out soon. Follow me on Twitter for information on that. Perfect. And you can follow me on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime. You can follow the show on Twitter at VGA Comedy Show. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more of it and you want to pay for that content, you can go to patreon.com slash radio, where we have a slew of bonus material just waiting for you to get your ears on. Uh, currently running the Legend of Zelda Games Club podcast. We have uh, every Legend of Zelda uh, game coverage bi-monthly. That means two a month, I think. Uh, <laughs> every other week, we release an episode that is covering a different title in the Legend of Zelda franchise. We have just covered Wind Waker. Next up on our list is Minish Cap. Uh, and we'll be finishing strong sometime around November. We certainly appreciate everything. Uh, all of our, our loyal listeners, fans, patrons, whatever. Thank you so much uh, again. And we will see you next week.